Welcome to Real Talk About Feminism, a podcast for female empowerment. We're your hosts, Mackenzie and Haley. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Now, let's get into some real talk. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. Welcome back. It's been so long for us. Mm-hmm. And I'm so excited for this episode because it's a Valentine's Day themed episode. It's a Valentine's Day themed. And Valentine's Day, when you're listening to this, you're either listening to it on Sunday, so the day before, you're listening to it on Galentine's Day. Yes. Or you're listening to it on Valentine's Day. So either way, we're happy that you're here. We're so happy. We have a few things to update you guys on because it's been a couple of weeks since we recorded. Mm-hmm. Um, we got new podcasting chairs, which Haley yes. picked out, and I still have to Venmo you. <laughs> <laughs> but they look so cute. Yeah. If you don't watch on YouTube, we definitely recommend just going and seeing like our new setup. It's mm-hmm. really cute. Yeah, you can even just subscribe to that channel and then get updates. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, the chairs are really comfortable, and it just feels a lot more homey, and I like the vibe a lot more. I do too. It feels more casual. Like Mm -hmm. we can be more laid back. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, that's what we're really excited about. Um, What's been going on for you? Um, I think I talked about this in like the New Year's goals episode, but my goal was to make a meal plan and stick to it and cook more at home, which we've been doing. Mm -hmm. And it's been amazing. Like we've actually stuck to the meal plan. We have one night out a week that we eat out, which is going to be tomorrow. And it's just been really great. I also made homemade bread last week. Wow. And it was super easy and it was fun and it was delicious. Really? Was there like a specific kind that you made or just like bread? Just bread. I saw the recipe on TikTok. She called it her mom's peasant bread. And it was literally just flour, yeast, a little bit of sugar, salt, water. That's literally it. Didn't want to share? (laughs) I thought about cutting up some slices. But... No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Um, I did see it, though, when you when we were FaceTiming and you said, like, look in the oven. And it did look really good. So yeah. That's impressive. It was really good. You're a homemaker. I am. Yeah. It's awesome. What's been going on with you? Um, You know, just kind of living life. Um, it's just been busy. Uh, the only thing I can really think of that's like an update is that I got my nails done yesterday. <laughs> they're really cute. Yeah, I actually really love them. I got um all pink and they're like a square shape. Normally I get like round, but I got them square and I got like a yin yang design on the accent nail and the rest of it is pink. So instead of the yin yang being like black and white, it's pink and white. It's really cute. It's really cute. And it's like so simple, but... There's that added detail. Mm-hmm. It's very cute. Yeah, um, because I haven't gotten an accent nail done in a few sets. I've just been getting color, like full color. Mm-hmm. And it is kind of nice. It keeps catching my eye and I'm like, oh, I love it. I'm so jealous you get your nails done. I just can't get behind spending 60 bucks every two to three weeks. I get it done every three weeks. I really let them grow out. Or sometimes I even push it like three and a half, honestly, or like four. Um But I was having a rough day yesterday and getting my nails done like just makes me feel really good. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to go get my nails done. So I called them and I was like, do you have an appointment today? I need to come in today. And they were like, sure. So (laughs) went in and got my nails done. So yeah. Yeah, they're really cute. I usually just do like the $6 press-ons from Target. You know what? You're a baddie on a budget and that's fine. (laughs) I should be on a budget, but I'm not disciplined. So. 
it's okay. That's like the one thing you splurge on, though. I will say. Yeah. It, yeah, it's hard. You're like thinking about all your Target trips. Yeah, I'm like, um, what so do you mean? <laughs> Actually, I went to Target today. I almost splurged, like really splurged. It's easy to because they had so much cute pink stuff, and they had like I'm really into the Y2K vibe. Yeah, you are. And they had so much cute Y2K stuff, and they had this really cute dress that was just so pretty and delicate for literally $15. And I honestly want to go buy it now. I might buy it. But they just had such cute clothes, but I didn't get anything. I just got the podcast chairs. So That's really good. Well, if you're still thinking about it, you should just get it. It was so cute. I almost sent you a picture because you would love it. But anyways, um, yes, so that's what's been going on for us this past few weeks. Yeah, we're just settling into, like, our school schedules. I got a MacBook. Actually, that was, like, a big thing. Oh, yeah. She's showing it off right now. <laughs> I am. The YouTube. I absolutely love it. I traded in my huge – I think my computer was, like, 15 inches, my 15-inch screen <laughs> for a MacBook Pro, and I'm in love. <laughs> it's so nice. It really is. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, so aesthetic. And, like, in class, like, it's so much sleeker and easier to work with. Mm-hmm you know yeah and it's just it's if you want to create content you've got to have a macbook definitely like i still haven't edited my new york vlogs Mm -hmm. i need to but like now i can if i wanted yeah you know yeah it's just so much better like there are some things that like pcs do have that sometimes i still use my or we're Mm -hmm. using my other computer the dell to record right now and i can't do that on my macbook because of storage whatever but I'm so salty about my storage issue. Yeah, it's a bad thing. Yeah, but like other than that, I just love the MacBook for content creation. So I'm glad that you got one. We can be twins. I love it. Yeah. So anyway, by the time this episode comes out, we will have done our Valentine's Day photo shoot. Mm-hmm. And we're so excited for you guys to see those pictures because we have plans to like do really, really fun shoot. Yeah. And we haven't done that in a while. Like we had a photo shoot. But we're going to have, like, props and, like, different backgrounds and stuff that we're excited. Mm -hmm. It just makes it fun. It's a different vibe than we've had before, and we're just really excited. So stay tuned for that. Um, If you guys are coming from Instagram right now, um, then you'll see the pictures. And if not, then go check it out at Real Talk About Feminism Pod because these pictures are you are not going to want to miss out on them they will bless your eyes they will they're so (laughs) cute (laughs) this is the second episode in february and we recorded the first episode earlier so we didn't make this announcement before but february is black history month and we are going to do something special for all the feminist highlights for the whole month of february we're going to focus on black females and the one for today it's actually three so it's a combo and I was trying to figure out like what topic I wanted to do for the highlights like I typed in to google just like some categories and I want to focus on black female inventors today and three of them really stuck out to me that I'm going to talk about and I got some of the information from biography.com and they had a really good quote on their website it said over the course of American slavery's nearly 250 year history These particular slaveholders also attempted to take credit for their enslaved inventions, and as such, there's no way of knowing exactly how many or, in some cases, which creations should actually be credited to Black inventors. Wow, that's interesting. Like, there's no way that people didn't take credit. There's no way, and it just made me think about how many inventions should be 
giving credit to the actual owner mm-hmm. of the idea instead of the slaveholders who literally took everything. Yeah. And it's like, really? Really? Like, you had to take this too? Yeah. <laughs> so the first one is Madam C.J. Walker. Her born name is Sarah Breedlove, and she was born to parents who had been slaves. So she wasn't born into slavery, but her parents were. She is America's first self-made millionaire after establishing her hair care line and building an empire. Wow. Yeah. Her products were made for black women, and she was inspired to create her products because she had a scalp condition that actually caused her to have hair loss. Oh, wow. And so she took it into her own hands to create something that worked for her and for black women's hair. Her products are actually still available today. Um, her brand was bought under the company Sundial, and they also own Shea Moisture. That's a, a well-known oh, brand. Oh, I, I use them. Yeah, I do too. It's a great brand. Okay. And so her products are sold like alongside with them. That's really cool. The next one is Marie Van Britten Brown. And she is the creator of the first home security system. And a lot of modern security systems take inspiration from it. Wow. Yeah. She worked as a nurse and she lived in Queens with her husband. And the neighborhood they lived in had really high crime rates. And the response times from the the police were very slow. And she wasn't comfortable leaving her house and, like, living in the area without any protection. Yeah. So she created a system, and the system included peepholes, cameras, monitors, a two-way microphone, and it even had an alarm button that would alert the police in case of emergency. So it like, automatically call the cops. Wow, that's very extensive. Yeah, and the patent was filed in 1966. So like she was doing all of this way back then. Yeah. I think the idea she had was like, it was like 1964, something very, very early. Wow. That's cool. Yeah, so we can thank her for feeling safe. Yeah, thank you. (laughs) Next one is Sarah Boone. She is one of the first Black American women to receive a patent in the United States. Oh, I said that, American. Yeah. (laughs) She made improvements to the original ironing board. The original one was created in 1858, and her designs were patented in 1892. And her design was, quote, particularly adapted to be used in ironing the sleeves and bodies of ladies' garments. And she actually worked as, I think she was, like, a dressmaker or a seamstress. And so she saw all these issues that women's clothing, like, weren't really designed for the original board, of course, because it was a man. Mm -hmm. And so she just took it into her own hands and she created a design that would keep ladies' ladies' clothes nice. Wow. Yeah. That's really cool. I love all of those inventions. Very practical things that we still use today. So obviously their inventions are helping us all. Yeah. And I read a lot of good articles. Uh, There's this one source, um, blackpast.org. I will link all of the biographies for each of these ladies because they had a lot of really good information. So if you want to learn more about them, definitely go check it out. Awesome. Yeah. Click the link in the show notes if you want to read more about them. So today we, like we said, in honor of Valentine's Day, we're going to talk about loving yourself. And the the second episode that I ever did was about self-love. It was. Yeah, but it was by myself. So we're doing a little self-love Valentine's Day release. You know, um, I didn't realize we were releasing on Valentine's Day. So. I didn't either. That just makes it better. It makes it so much better. 
literally I used to be the person that was like, I hate Valentine's Day. Like we don't celebrate Valentine's Day. We don't do anything. But now I've like just embraced it. Yeah. Like it's fun. Like why not just celebrate a day of love? Yeah. And like I used to be like that too. Like, you know, what's the point? Like, why can't you love each other every day? Right. But it's like, you know what? It is fun to, like, set aside. Not that I've ever had anyone on Valentine's Day other than when I was, like, 16 years old. Um, But, like, it is fun to just celebrate. Like, I did Valentine's Day last year Mm -hmm. with my friends, and we had the best night. And so it's just fun to have a reason to celebrate. It is. Yeah, it's just about relationships. If you're single, if you're married, if you're in a relationship, if it's complicated, like Valentine's Day is for everyone. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if you're single, if you're married, if you're in a relationship, if, if it's complicated, like whatever, it's for you because it's all about love. And that's however you want to interpret it. If you want to celebrate how much you love the people around you, if you want to celebrate how much you love yourself, we all need self-love. So honestly, spinning it to be a day of self-love is the best thing that you could do. Yeah. And I think too often we just forget like to love ourselves. Like we give love to everybody else and we rarely take time. Like through self-care, we show ourselves love, but like I feel like it's a different type of self-love that we're showing. You know, like this is very, very intentional. Very intentional. And I just want to say too that I know that this day can actually be like hard for people because it is very heavily focused on relationships Mm -hmm. and it is hard. Like if let's say you just went through a breakup or you – love somebody who you shouldn't love and it's hard and it's complicated like whatever there can be heartache associated with this day and so that's why I just think that it's really cool to spin it and think like I'm gonna love myself today and focus on myself because at the end of the day you're all you're gonna have and so you might as well love yourself so don't beat yourself up if you're feeling like you're having a hard time because you're sad like it's okay. Like I've been single for literally every single Valentine's day for like the past five years. And it does kind of suck when you see all these people posting on social media and like, Oh, look what he got me. Like, I love my boyfriend. I love my girlfriend, all this stuff. But that's why self-care is even more important because when we're seeing all these things, then we have to focus on ourselves and love ourselves. But it is okay to have a hard time with it and to be a little bit sad, but let's spin it and let's just love ourselves. I I do understand that. I do. Yeah, I really like that. Like, go get yourself flowers. Go get Mm -hmm. yourself chocolate. Watch a rom-com. Like, just treat yourself. Mm -hmm. Enjoy the relationship you have with yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Well... We're going to get into some tips and, like, ways to practice self-love. And while we were planning the episode, like, there were some of these that I was like, oh, I've never thought about that. Mm-hmm. Or, like, I've never categorized that under self-love because I feel like it just seems, like, so simple. But it is very meaningful. Right. The first one that I found – so some of these are from um, a website. We'll link in the show notes. But the first tip is to start your day with telling yourself something positive. It can be anything positive that you think is going to motivate you. It doesn't have to be about your appearance. It can be about a situation you handled well or something you accomplished or like how you handled a relationship or navigated a situation. 
just anything that is going to make you feel like proud of yourself. I like that because we do hear a lot like use positive affirmations. And for some people, that's hard to look in the mirror and tell yourself, I'm beautiful. I'm loved. I'm successful. I'm worthy. Stuff like that. Like that's just hard for people and it doesn't work for some people. But really focusing on like yesterday at work, I did something really good and I'm proud of myself or I love my outfit today or, you know, like, yeah, I like that focus on it doesn't just have to be you telling yourself an affirmation. That's like one statement. You right. can you can focus on other things, too. And I like actually verbalizing it, like mm-hmm. not just saying it in your head, staring at yourself in the mirror, right. actually saying it. I did this yesterday because, no, it was Wednesday when we had the huge snowstorm in Denver Metro mm-hmm. and my classes were virtual. And I was, like, getting really comfortable and, like, actually participating in class, which, like, I've been having to ease into. Yeah. And I was getting every single answer right. And so after class, I was like, yes, I'm such a boss. Like, I was, like, talking myself up. I love that. Yeah. It felt really good. That's really good. Yeah. I I think that's important. Just recognize what you're doing and appreciate yourself. Um, Another one. This one's super important. Um. Eat and drink wholesome foods that make you feel good. Um, Self-love, self-care, you have to take care of your body too. Right. And if you – obviously, you got to treat yourself and eat what you want to eat. But also, if you just sit around and eat junk food all day, then your body is not going to be happy. Yeah, you're going to feel like crap. Yeah. So eat and drink wholesome foods. Have a balanced diet so that you are showing your body that you appreciate it. Right. And you want to fuel it properly. This is hard like, to do. Yeah, I like how you said that. Like, for me, it's like I have the mentality of like my body needs fuel. Mm-hmm. Like, I love how you just said that. And that's kind of along with like how Jared and I have made it a goal to cook more at home and incorporate more veggies and like balanced diet. Mm-hmm. And like, I feel so good. Yeah. Like, I'm like full after, I'm satisfied. Like, it just feels really nice to like give that to yourself. Mm-hmm. And, be able to like have freedom and like what you want to eat yeah you know yeah definitely yeah I really like that another one is to stop comparing and (laughs) this is so much easier said than done yes and it really like you have to focus on it you consciously have to like keep yourself from comparing Mm -hmm. yourself to others and your life to other people but it really is worth it like I, I think that we've both done a lot of work on this And, like, I'm not perfect in, like, every aspect. Like, sometimes there's things that I'm, like, I just, like, hate this about my life or, like, hate this, whatever. I want this. Mm -hmm. But, like, when you consciously make an effort to let it go and, like, just be content with what you have and who you are, it really does help. Yeah, it is really hard to just not compare yourself. Mm -hmm. And I think that a lot of times we compare ourselves or compare things about our lives without even realizing it. It's just a subconscious thing Mm -hmm. and it builds up just these little micro thoughts of comparison. This is something that I noticed since I deleted TikTok. Sometimes I'll go on like Instagram reels just because sometimes you just need a little break and it's nice to just mindlessly scroll. Right. Um, But I did, I have noticed that like not being on TikTok I haven't really had like very many negative thoughts like, oh, like I wish my style was better or like I wish I could afford like 
this expensive brand of whatever. Like, I don't have stuff like that or I don't have thoughts like that anymore mm-hmm. as much. And so I think that's kind of the thing. Like, we're just scrolling on Instagram or scrolling on TikTok and we compare ourselves and we don't even realize it. We totally do. It, it really is like an unconscious thing at this point. Mm hmm. And I'm really glad that you deleting TikTok has helped you because mm-hmm. I, I can totally see that. Like, it's easy when you're just scrolling to get sucked in. Right. You're like, oh, my gosh, I need to, like, go buy all this stuff on Amazon so mm-hmm. my house looks aesthetic. You know, like, it's, like, these stupid things that come up, at least for me, that I'm like, I don't need that. Right. Like, I have a great life. Why am I? Yeah. And then we have to remember that everyone's just putting their best yes. look forward. Yes. It and... literally is a highlight reel. Yeah. So... Yeah, I think that's a really important one. Um, another one that is important is to end all toxic relationships. And this can be hard, but kind of like we were just saying with social media too, like toxic relationships also includes unfollowing people that don't make you feel good, mm-hmm. unfollowing accounts that don't serve you. It's Yes. I love how you said that because I've done that this year. Like if I see somebody on my Instagram feed that I come across that I'm like, why do I follow them? Mm -hmm. And I like scroll through their feed for a little bit and I'm like, okay, why did I follow them in the first place? And two, there's no benefit to my life right now. I just unfollow. Yeah. Like what are they adding? If they're not adding anything, then. And even if I'm indifferent, if it's just like, like their content doesn't like ignite a spark in me, then like I'm unfollowing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that like, there's so many people, I think especially like the younger people are, there's so much tied to like, wait, you unfollowed her? But, like, I know for me, like, if there's a toxic person, my block list on Instagram, this might reflect reflect badly on me, but, like, I block people who I'm no longer speaking with, who it ended toxically. Like, because for me, I don't want to deal with, like, oh, I wonder how they are because I have a lot of love to give, I think. And so I want to check on people. And, Mm -hmm. and, but then I go and check on them on their Instagram and I get sad and, or I get jealous that they're with other people, like stuff like that. And so if it's not going to serve you, then block them. Right. It's just not worth it. Yeah. Remove them. It's really just not worth it. Yeah. And at the end of the day, like it's literally your phone, it's your social media. So whatever, whoever you're going to follow or unfollow or block, that's up to you. It doesn't matter. Like, oh, I don't want to hurt her feelings or I don't want to hurt his feelings. Like, no, if it's making you feel sad or upset or mad, if you even think about the fact that they can see your profile or you can see theirs, then literally just block them. Yeah. Like literally 99% of the time, they're not even going to notice. Right. Literally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I used to follow like so many like celebrities and just like famous people because I like wanted to be in the know. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, this is like making me feel bad about myself. Yeah. And I just yeah that's how it was for me like I used to follow all of the bachelor and bachelorette contestants uh-huh. at the beginning of the season and I still follow a lot of them but there's like every time I see them now I'm like wait do I really need this and I unfollow a lot of them yeah there's the few like Hannah um Hannah, Hannah and Dylan yeah. yeah Hannah and Dylan um and it was Hannah's birthday today actually um but like I still follow her and um we're not even gonna get into this but um I follow Kim Kardashian. I do too. And the um, if you're listening to this right now, then maybe there will be a new development. But today, uh, Kanye like posted the, the whole scandalous thing about their daughter, and they're like fighting on Instagram, like back and it's forth. Literally, so petty. 
Yeah. So maybe they should block each other because they're not serving each other. Honestly. <laughs> come on. Yay. Um, come on. Take yeah, a lesson. Yeah, come on. Us. Yay. Let's go. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, end all toxic relationships, including online. And a lot of our relationships honestly are online right now with yeah. the, the way the pandemic is going. And, you know, like our classes are online. A lot of people work online. And so, like, it really includes online relationships. Yeah. Another big one is to embrace your insecurities. I know that sounds really cliche, but everyone's insecurities make them unique. You're most likely going to have to live with them forever. Like, I feel like a lot of things people are insecure about are things that you can't just change at the snap of your fingers. Right. It's better to just love them than hate them forever. Like, spend more energy on loving yourself. Mm -hmm. And like we've said, like, remember that social media, magazines, everything in the media is curated and heavily photoshopped. Mm -hmm. And so it's just really important to, like, be able to love yourself for the things that make you different. And something is really powerful about, like, overcoming those insecurities. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think... I mean, something for me that is, like, a big insecurity that, like, I don't talk about, but I have acne scars from when I was, like, a teenager, and I still had really bad breakouts until I got off birth control. Um, I love that for you. I love that. Yeah, thank you. Um, But I, I remember, like, in high school, like, I never didn't wear makeup. And it's been like a journey of like being comfortable wearing, not wearing makeup out. And now, um, like I put on makeup if I want, like when I want to feel good, but I most of the time don't wear makeup on my face and I'm really confident and I know that I'm really pretty. And, but that's something that like I've had to overcome and it's not like they're terrible, but like I see them and I think everyone else sees them. But in reality, like all our insecurities, like, we think so much about them and we hyper fixate on them. But in reality, nobody else really notices. Yeah, nobody notices. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Like, we think that everyone's, like, staring at us. Yeah. And, like, oh, my gosh. Like, that's terrible. But, like, in reality, no one is. Yeah. Yeah. We're so hard on ourselves. We are. Yeah. I've always been really self-conscious of the size of my chest. <laughs> like, literally, because I, like, have had big boobs since, like, elementary school Mm -hmm. and so that's always been really hard for me too and like that's like not something I can change unless I literally get surgery right which I want to but anyway that's a whole other thing but (laughs) who wants to sponsor her please please should I start a kickstarter (laughs) yeah (laughs) go fund me um kickstarter (laughs) no go fund me go fund me um but it has like been a lot of work to be able to just accept it you know Mm because it's like they're they're here I can't rip them off. I can't (laughs) as much as I want to sometimes. Um, But it is nice to, like, be more comfortable in my skin. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is nice. And, like, once you can just embrace it and accept it, even if it is harder some days, um, then you'll feel a little bit better. Yeah. Another one is to reach out to loved ones for support. Um, just to really make sure that you're not isolating yourself and that you have people that you can go to and people that you trust, whether that's a therapist or family, friends, like we all need people that we can go to, to cheer us up if we need it, or just be there for, 
each other. Right. For anything. Yeah. So um, that's something that's really important. Make sure that you have a really good circle around you, whether that's big or small. Make sure you have some people that you can go to. It is nice to have like certain people for certain things. You know, like Mm -hmm. for your therapist, it's probably going to be trying to work through an issue yeah but like it's nice to have people that you can say like if I need to be cheered up I can go to this person if I need to talk through like a decision that I need to make mm-hmm. I have this person to go to and I agree I think it is really nice to just have people around you that like build you up yeah yeah definitely you want them to build you up not tear you down and honestly not keep you in the same spot either right you want them to push you and you want to push them that's a good point Yeah. Another one I've talked about before is to keep a journal. And I liked your idea. I think we talked about it in like a recent episode, but Mm -hmm. having like multiple journals, like if you literally just want to like get your angry thoughts out and just vent, like you have that one. Mm -hmm. If you just want to like jot down some thoughts, you have a happy notebook or like memories, dreams, whatever. An idea I really like when focusing on self-love is to write down positive qualities about yourself. And if you can't think of any or you only have a couple that come to mind, ask somebody. Mm -hmm. Ask somebody you trust, somebody who knows you, somebody who loves you. They will give you a whole list. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's important. And I like just asking people Mm -hmm. because I'm sure that someone who loves you would be happy to list out things that you have that are good qualities or things that they love about you. So. That's important. Another one is to treat others with respect. We all heard growing up, treat others how you want to be treated. And so if you want to be treated nice, then you need to treat others with respect. And that will help you love yourself. Because if you're going to be mean to other people or like harsh or rude or upset, then it's just a reflection, honestly, of like how you feel of yourself. Right. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I've always thought that. Yeah. If you are working to build others up, you are also going to build yourself up. Mm-hmm. You're going to feel good. I've also, like, I haven't done it yet, but, like, I want to, like, volunteer more mm-hmm. and just, like, go find service projects and, like, help other people because it really does make you feel better about yourself. Yeah, it does. One that I am trying to work on is to spend more time with yourself and – Something that, like, sounds fun to me, what, like, I would like to do is just, like, to have, like, my favorite drink and just sit alone on my couch with my puppy for a few minutes. Mm -hmm. No music, no TV, no phone, nothing. Like, just sit with yourself in your thoughts. And I feel like that sounds really, like, centering and resetting. Yeah. um, Something that I've been doing recently is I've just been, like going places without my phone, whether that's like leaving it upstairs in my room, turning it on do not disturb so I don't hear it and coming downstairs and hanging out with family or working on homework or doing whatever. Or if I'm going to the store, um, I've done it a few times actually in the past few days. If I'm with other people and I'm going to the store, I leave my phone at home. That's really nice. Because my phone has just been kind of a point of anxiety for me lately and there's just so much that goes through it like every every day like there's so much like we rely on our phones and sometimes it's just really easy to get caught up in everything and I noticed that like the past few weeks like my phone's just been giving me anxiety and so I've just been leaving it at home when I can or 
leaving it in another room and just forgetting about it. And it's been on Do Not Disturb a lot just so that I can just be in my own mind. And it's so nice. And sometimes it's hard when it's on Do Not Disturb and it's right next to you to not be like, oh, what am I missing? Right, right. Let's turn it off. And so that's why I just like to leave it somewhere else. That's really good. That's a great tip. That Do Not Disturb function is heavenly. I use that all the time. It is. And I like that on iPhone, you can put it for different things. Yes. And you can like allow certain people like Mm -hmm. calls to go through. Yeah. Somehow you always come through mine, even though I have like no one can come through. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Somehow you always like answer and you're like, um, I have it set to no one is allowed to come through. Uh, how did you make it? How did you make it? Yeah, Yeah. That's a really good tip though, because I feel like I like how you've realized that, that your phone does give you anxiety because I think it does for everybody. We just like don't want to say it, right? you know, because we do rely on it so much. Mm-hmm. And like for me, it like stresses me out. Like even if I'm going somewhere with Jared, like I don't want to leave my phone at home because mm-hmm. I rely on it so much. Yeah. But it is nice to just be disconnected mm-hmm. and not have to worry about it. Like you're really not missing anything. Mm-mm. Nothing crazy is going to happen where you're going to need your phone. Yeah, like I noticed um so in the past week I've left it at home for an extended period of time, uh, extended period of time three different times. And um I just noticed that like one of the times the family we went to in and out and so we were driving there and I wasn't on my phone in the back seat but I would have just been mindlessly scrolling on Instagram. Right. And so it's like, I didn't even need it, but we get on it because it's such a habit and because we're bored and we just like crave instant gratification because that's yes. how society is. We can't just sit for 20 minutes while we drive somewhere. Right. And so I realized like I was just like so in the moment and I needed to take, I wanted to take a picture of the sunset and it was really pretty. So I was like, I borrowed someone's phone and sent the picture to me. Like, that would be really the only thing I would miss out on is like picture right but literally everyone around has a phone and I it just felt good to be in the moment I really like that yeah that's great um the last one that we want to highlight is to just be patient with with yourself again be patient with yourself if today's a hard day for you and valentine's day you have a hard time feeling happy because you don't have a boyfriend or you don't have a girlfriend, but we're redoing that. It's not about that anymore. Mm-mm. It's about self-love. So be patient with yourself and be patient with all these tips. Don't overwhelm yourself. If you want to try and start something new to like, any of these tips, then take it slow and go at your own pace and do what makes you feel comfortable because it's very easy to get overwhelmed and frustrated when if you, let's say you want to eat and drink wholesome foods that make you feel good and so you're going to start right away and then one day you just splurge and have a ton of unhealthy food that's okay just start again the next day yeah like don't be too hard on yourself because it is a journey we call it a self-love journey for a Mm -hmm. reason because it's not just the next day you have your whole life figured out and you love yourself more than anything in the world yeah so these are some tips that I will definitely be trying to implement Mm mm-hmm And some of them really stuck out to me that I think will help me to love myself more. Mm -hmm. Yeah, me too. I really like them. Um, So happy Valentine's Day. And we hope that you guys are all having a wonderful day. Go celebrate with your girlfriends. 
watch a mo- watch the movie Valentine's Day because that's a good movie. Yes, I just watched that because mm-hmm. you told me I should, and it was uh-huh. really cute. It's such a good movie. Watch Valentine's Day. I know last year the third to all the boys we loved before came out on yeah. Valentine's Day, which I hated, but that's what we watched. Um, so watch like a little rom com or a little chick flick, like just do something fun like that. Just celebrate you, celebrate your girls, celebrate yourself, and have a good Valentine's Day and Valentine's Day. Thank you so much for listening, you guys. We'll talk to you next week. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend. Make sure to rate and review, and don't forget to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. Talk Talk to to you next week. week.